242. Palindrome. He's got to throw some cold water on the situation. Start talking about nerd stuff. You know, nerd culture is mainstream now. So when you use the word nerd derogatorily, it means you're the one that's out of the zeitgeist. System activate. This is NetHeads with Will Wilkins and Trent Hunsaker. It's a tech podcast. Tech podcast. But we are a sh- ton cooler than your typical geek, giving you the info you need to achieve mega nerd status. Mega nerd status. NetHeads. 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 You guys rock. And now, here's Will and Trent. No one listens to the radio. I wasn't even listening. I was listening to podcasts. Podcasts are great. Radio's boring. That's right, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the uh, podcast that just won't die and the YouTube video that just shouldn't be made. Uh, another edition of NetHeads. My name's Will. And I'm Trent. And uh, you're listening to us. Uh, always coming at you free and fronty from uh, the most important place. Where is that, Trent? Podcast.com. That's right. You can also catch us on uh, netheadsonair.com forward slash live, where you may be joining us right now. And if you are joining us right now, one of the things we love to encourage people to do is to uh, interact with us, because otherwise, what's the point of being live, right? Yeah. Yeah. You could be like at Super Bong Man. Use the hashtag netheads right now. We'll interact with you. You can help direct the conversation. Um, Likewise, if you're uh, listening to on the podcast, be like, uh, good friend, haven't seen in a while, Calgary Steve at Smod Squadder, and use the hashtag NetHeads. Big shout outs to uh, at Zalank, Z A L A N K. I always say Zalank. Zalank. Uh, he's in the Sacramento area, I believe. And also to uh, 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 K Pratt1973, uh, both listeners reaching out and just like, just being like, hey, dude, what's up? Love the show. Uh, do you like scotch? You should check this out. Or do you like bourbon? You should check this out. Like, we want you to interact with us on a human level. Yeah. Um, I'm a part of him, Will's NetHead WW, and that's another way you can contact us. Yeah, but uh, hashtag NetHeads on Twitter is the most important Correct. one. Uh, Correct. Also, we do have the ability, uh, maybe not so much the desire sometimes, but uh, only because, the, for whatever reason, logistically speaking now, um, oh, I think I remember. It's because the the uh, I have a series of mixed equipment here in the studio. Um which I'm sure a lot of podcasters uh, do. Like, for example, we we do this uh, program, and and I could have actually, you know what, I'll, I'll bring this up later, because I, yeah. I want to talk about your video setup later, but I need to be able to take the image and set it up as an item within the video switching solution, okay. because yeah, there's yeah. nothing more important than visuals for podcasting, Trent. It's true. Anyway, I, I, I've, I've spoken about it before. I have a, a mis- mix and, and match cobbled together like studio there's a, a thin top computer as i think or a net top computer that they're referred okay. to as sure. yeah or that, thin, that was that was a thing at one time thin client yeah we've got uh uh over to my right the thing that does all the lovely sound effects is a tiny computer that i picked up second hand that's like uh the size of a deck of cards oh, oh like a raspberry pi kind of but it's it's a it's a PC solution, and then oh, okay. uh, and then my my former uh, well not my former but my regular work laptop not for work work but for Smodco work right. is part of the um, is part of the uh, the setup here as well, and that's what we take the Skype phone calls through. So if you want to take uh, part in the program and discuss with us uh, anything we're talking about today, 
um, then you can use NetHeads on air via Skype. That's the easiest. Uh, if not, there's two important phone numbers. Trent, uh, I don't even know if they work, but what are they? Uh, Yakbet9020. That's a big one. And uh, uh, 866-610-WILL. <laughs> Is it Will? Will, Will is I knew, part of it. I knew Will was the last four, but I didn't know the eight six six four one zero. No, that was wrong. I don't know either. It's okay. Yeah. Don't, don't worry about it, dude. We're we're good. We're yeah. good. We're good. Okay. Okay. Uh, so anyway, the whole point is I have everything cobbled together, and I think at one point I got decide decidedly disgusted with the net top, but now I think I'm comfortable with potentially bringing it back. Really? Yeah. Oh no! no wait, I remember what it is. It's because <laughs> this is so stupid. Uh, but I'll tell you why. Uh, the reason okay. why it's set up the way it is, and and, and this may prove that, that technologically speaking, I may have jumped the gun, Trent. Uh, uh oh. Yeah, we'll come back to that in a second. Anyway, the uh, the reason why the MacBook is is currently the Skype machine is because it um it it is how I would take part in like conference calls because I don't have a headset, but I have a studio oh, that can handle phone sure. calls. Yep. So, you know, hey, I can at least be hands-free in that well, scenario. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, man, I, I have a headset for that some reason uh, at work. Um, and at, as as what you called work work, because that's funny, because that's also what I refer to it as when I'm talking. Go, I got to work tonight. They're like, oh, you're working like, like, well, for, for the stuff that I do for fun. <laughs> yeah. It's my fun work. Because, you know, they yeah. say if you, if you if you love what you do for work, you'll never for – work. for your job, you'll never work a day in our life. Yes. Yeah, so which I've which been is why we for, both work two jobs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was just going to say that, yeah. Uh, but but it, it sucks because I am so used to this um, this this expectant of uh, – this expectation of good sound quality both, on both ends, right, that you and I have – then when I go to work and I am on on a conference or a seminar or something like that, and I'm using the the headphone uh, with the 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 mic, and and those are all like basically you know just like DSLR cameras, anything in a headset. Yep, that along is those a, lines. Yeah, that is a cell phone mic, and <laughs> there's a re there is a reason, folks, that calls still sound like shit, and a lot of it has to do with the microphone. Yeah, definitely. I think the uh, the and I'll tell you too that when I've been able to take part in in like conference calls with this setup, exactly. people always yep. tell me how and and uh, tell me how good I sound. Yep. And I think part of the reason why is because uh, and and by the way, the reason why it's going through the MacBook is because I switched to the iPhone, and that's the thing I want to come back to. But anyway, um, I'm sorry. But in using a VoIP solution, uh. You know, basically, it, it is able to utilize VoIP. It says it's using your phone, but I almost feel like that's just an authentication key, because yeah, it, exactly, it's it, it's like um, your Chromecasts. It is it's it's going off actual Wi-Fi. It's not going off of your phone. It just needed that as as like the the direction for it. Yeah, exactly. It's it's what it's it's my it's my free pass into the. Um, not necessarily AT and T, but we'll just say the Apple VoIP network. Yeah, um, yep. and and I have I've had a few instances where I've spoken to people and they are on iPhones, and and I'll tell you it sounds just like I'm talking to you via Skype. Yeah, and people tell yeah. me how much better I sound. Uh, really, but, but but that's the in 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 business. Let's face it, uh, audio quality isn't what's important. It's getting the job done. So that's where your economics and and your quality kind of uh, impact one another. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, speaking of uh, the fact that we're supposed to be a tech show, even though we've actually talked about a little <laughs> tech here and there, I think I'm, I'm wondering if I jumped the gun, Trent. Now, um, originally, 
I went back to the iPhone for, for practicality as well as the fact that the Nexus 6P, in my opinion, doesn't seem to be holding a charge as well as it did. Mm-hmm. Not to mention, I, I, I reacted somewhat passionately because the Nexus 6P, uh, at the time that it was released, Google was saying that it would be compatible with their VR solution. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah, they did. But they've since dialed that back and they've said, nope, our new phone, the Pixel, this year's model, that one can do it. And it's yeah. like, oh, thanks, guys. I appreciate that. Uh, and, and uh, you know, our good friends at, at Pebble sold out to uh, Fitbit and I kind of got disgusted and I stopped seeing some features already uh, stop working on the Pebble. Uh, for example, right. one app that I used to uh, rely on heavily to keep myself entertained to find out how fast I can do repetitive tasks. The stopwatch app that is an add-on, not based part of the uh, operating system, gone. Uh, get up, stand up sometimes works. So already seen the the implica- implications of, of, and ramifications of, of that yeah. product line going down. Yeah, and well, and, I- and 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 I mean that's that has been Apple's um, stance on everything, even even to just regular apps going into the store, right? Like. They uh, un- unlike the wild, wild west of, of Google Play, where I could create anything and put it up there, and it's not really vetted. Uh, Apple goes through and, and makes sure that it, it it is what they want, and or now they can con- directly control and mm-hmm. then clone whatever they want, so you have to buy it. Well, and the other thing too uh, about the Pebble approach that was bad is that their app store and so- a lot of app functionality revolves around uh, cloud-based solutions, so. Uh, let's say somebody said, oh, well, that's not really going to work anymore. Or the, maybe the guy who made the stopwatch app said, oh, well, they just sold themselves. Well, screw it. I'm not keeping my infrastructure up to maintain it. Yeah. So now it's gone. Uh, so anyway, so all those things combined, uh, and knowing that, uh, my, my smartwatch is kind of important to me and some of the conveniences I get in life now that I, I, on a, I, uh, iPhone again, um, that's fine, but uh, now they're starting to talk about how Google apparently is not giving up on wearables uh, because there's lots of talk in the news now about Android. Uh, is it, I'm not sure if it's Gear or Wear 2.0 coming out, uh, and you know we're starting to see that. I always pronounce it Huawei. I don't know the name of the company or the proper way to pronounce it. They're the same ones that actually manufactured the uh, Nexus 6P, and they had what was. Being touted as probably one of the best smartwatches out there, and uh, they're going to be potentially coming out with a new smartwatch that'll be running the Android Wear 2.0. I think LG has got one coming out. So wearables aren't necessarily dead. Uh, yeah. You know, we've been seeing a lot of information in the news about the decline of popularity. You know, and then like I think they're even attributing the beginning of that to Google Glass. And yeah, uh, but uh, I don't think, and, and I I understand where the market may not tolerate it because the majority of smartwatches other than the Pebble have one very big problem, and that's battery power. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if you've got to have a, you know, depending on what you're looking for out of your smartwatch, I'm looking at at notifications. But when I'm sitting here at my desk, I also get the same notifications. Uh, So for me, I'm really big on also wearing my watch so that it can track my sleep. Uh, and tell me how I'm sleeping because obviously I just can't be trusted to realize how my body feels. Uh, right. I need factual data that's uh, interpreted by some type of algorithm that could be right or wrong. That's more important than actually going with how I feel. And uh, and so 
Uh, I like to wear it then, but a lot of people have to make the decision if they want to charge their watch overnight because basically you're only getting one to maybe a day and a half use out of a smartwatch. Yeah. Uh, whereas with the Pebble, I need to recharge it about every five to seven days, which is is very reasonable, I think. And again, yeah. I can do it while I'm here at the desk. So, uh, but a lot of smartwatches have these time or power consumption issues. So I can understand people getting irritated by that. I think the prices are a bit high. Uh, so I can understand people um people are may not have have a tolerance for for paying that price or having to recharge well, frequently yeah i was going to say and and when you do that pay that price there's a level of of expectancy of of quality and uh reliance on the product right i mean uh, i always say it but that's that's my biggest beef with gaming right now is you're paying so much money buying something while it's still in development very true you're we're all open beta testers whether we yeah, know it totally. or not yeah. Uh, so uh, it it may be that I made the jump too quick. Maybe I should have stuck with Project Fi because maybe some of the new Android wear, wear watches. And I'll tell you, if you look up the Hawaii one, uh, and I don't know how to pronounce it, so just work with me on that, folks. Yeah. Just look up Smartwatch HU and go from there. Um, but it it looks like a, a nice stylish a stylish watch as well. You know the the Pebble isn't too intrusive if you if you look at it. I think it it is relatively speaking size wise yeah, not it's too a watch. bad. Uh, whereas if you look back on last week's SNL performance of, uh, Melissa McCarthy as Sean Spicer, you can, you can notice that she, wait, what do you have there? What is that? Oh, this, this I call, uh, pork chop in a can. Oh, okay. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's my brunch on Saturdays. It's, it's not quite breakfast and it's not quite lunch, but it's delicious and, uh, uh you know, has carbs in it. Well, I'm carbo. I'm carbo loading for the day. And and for those that aren't watching the video, Trent is drinking. Uh, he we came all the way to his podcast, and all he's got for us is light beer. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Uh, it's it's the Miller Lite 16 ounce, which uh per ounce is cheaper than it's the, a lot of times the grocery store I go to. It's priced the same as the uh, 12 ounce can, uh, 12 packs. So you're you're being economical. Totally. And I'm getting and and here's the thing. I mean, granted, yes, there are cheaper alternatives, but this Miller Lite to me is the best of the American Pilsner that still has some flavor to it. Something to it that isn't just uh, Rocky Mountain piss water. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So um, who owns Miller? Uh, yeah, Miller Brewing Company of Milwaukee. If you'd like to uh, get in contact with us. Oh, I'm sure they'll be uh, all over that. Uh, we'll send you a we'll send you an invoice for the uh, on uh, on ad read we just did. No, I think the invoice is please send free beer to Trent. That's oh my God, can you imagine? <laughs> no, I can't. Of <laughs> any endorsement I, I've ever thought we would uh, want or need, that's one I don't think you need, but definitely want. Want, yeah. Anyway, let's get back to uh, Spicy and his Fitbit. Oh yeah, no. So what I was saying, not Fitbit, but <laughs> but you can tell Melissa McCarthy is wearing an Apple Watch because, I mean, it those things they look like a bulky square on your wrist. Yeah, it doesn't look uh, sexy or pretty or or professional or anything you want to call it. Yeah, like like well, and 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 again, depending on that's that's probably the design that Apple wanted so that because I I think for most Apple users. It, it, it's kind of like um, Volkswagen bug drivers, right? Uh, oh, why do you got to bring that up? Because it's tradition, and and or or motorcyclists for that matter, it's tradition to wave for bug drivers to wave to each other the same way motorcycles cyclists wave to each other. They want to be recognized as part of that tribe, right? So so there is probably some 
degree of intention with the big square awkward design. I really think that actually that is is basically for their market uh, knowledge uh, and and embracing compact technology. I honestly believe that's just the smallest they could get it. Yeah. Uh, but then again, didn't they? Uh, didn't Trust me, they should have talked to me. I could get it way smaller. Yeah, well, but the, but we want to make sure people are satisfied, Trent. Uh, hey, you know what? I'm satisfied, and that's all that matters. Very good. I completely understand. Uh, so, uh, but what I was thinking though is, you remember there was an iPod Nano that had a yes. screen, and I think it may have even been touch uh, capable. I don't remember this. Maybe, and and like there was a one big Kickstarter that actually. Uh, went really well. By the way, Carrie Lotion, uh, 10 minutes ago saying happy Sunday. Um, yeah, okay. Happy Sunday to you. Uh, yeah. It is Saturday, right? I think so. Just making sure. Maybe maybe because of the brunch comment. Brunch is normally for, for Sundays. Oh, very good. Anyway, the, um, the, the thing about it is uh, the, one of the biggest uh, Kickstarters at the time that had come along was somebody that came up with a wristband that you could just slap that watch or that uh, iPod Nano into and you could use it as your watch and it well, had longer battery time. Were people worried that it would cut the wrists when you slapped it on because I heard in elementary school when I put on a a, a slap wrist bla- bracelet that those things would just you know cut your wrists right open and people had died from it. They were also a product of the devil Trent. So <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about though? No, I've never heard that there, a slap a slap bracelet would would be able know, to you know, effectively you, lacerate you. But you know the slap bracelet, it's like that yeah. piece of metal that you, yeah, anyway. That would that's the cool that's what I that's the wearable I want, right? The slap bracelet watch? Yeah, that could just slap on and then you and then you're just like, yeah, and then you pull it out and it's just like this long hard thing and then you slap it on again. Oh, I rad. So so you're just looking for a long, hard thing you can slap? No comment. Yes. Okay, understood. <laughs> Sorry, sometimes the show is more amusing for us than anyone else. <laughs> but, you know, like you said, you know, we're satisfied and that's all that yeah, counts. totally. Uh, so anyway, so I'm wondering if I jump the gun a little bit uh, with the with the forthcoming. Is it, but isn't that always the way it goes uh, with technology, uh, with Frickin' gaming systems with televisions, you finally decide to pull the trigger, and and it doesn't really happen this way. But I just think that we're more hyper aware when you're attuned to the to the purchase. Like for example, if you decide you want to buy a Volkswagen Bug, don't. But if you do decide that, <laughs> you'll suddenly see a lot more of them on the road. They're terrible. But I'm just saying. You start to know, like if you if you're thinking about getting a Harley um, Harley Davidson motorcycle, you probably start seeing more Harleys on the road. Totally, uh, you're yeah. just you're more attuned, you're dialed in, if you will. So um, much in the same way, I'm sure I'm just spotting the news because I'm looking for it. Uh, but it just seems like all the time when you buy technology, you finally decide to pull the trigger, and within one or two months, boom, yeah. there's an advancement that's going to cost you money. I think the most notable one to remember. Um, and, and I know because I was a part of it, I, I foolishly went all in on like the very first generation iPhone. Right. And that was, one oh, of yeah. the, that was one of the biggest consumer issues I think that occurred because shortly after it came out, they announced a, a new iPhone and it was uh, much cheaper, uh, or it was uh, subsidized. I don't even remember anymore. It was, it was such a, a big brouhaha though, that I think I got like a hundred or a hundred dollar, $50 credit to use in the Apple store 
which is genius because then it's like not really giving me money. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, okay, we're, we're just going to bite the bullet and let you buy all this stuff. Ah, sure, we'll pay the royalties on it. No big deal. Yeah. Or let you buy the over expensive apps that you shouldn't be paying a lot of money for, you know, that kind right. of thing. But, it, but it's, it's with their uh, currency, if you will. So it doesn't really matter. Right. No, it's, it's, it's them giving away stuff. Uh, but anyway, that, that's kind of my hot take on technology. However, well, I, go ahead. quickly, Will, uh, what, what you're referring to, you know, uh, when, when you learn about something or, or you know, you, you see, a, see a car that you didn't know existed and then you start seeing it everywhere. Uh, tip of the day, that's called the Bader-Meinhof phenomena. Not the, uh, not the, by the way, uh, I'd like to go ahead and, and, and uh, uh, take this moment to initiate an apology to uh, Katie Mixon. Who uh, oh, I think I called yeah. Kelly Dixon last week. Yes, you did because we did the, the 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 Dixon Bader. Dixon Bader. It is all over there. So much so I put it in the description of the show. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was brilliant. Uh, but anyway, the um, so unlike the the Dixon Bader, you're saying it's the what? The 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 Bader Meinhof phenomenon. Don't hey, don't you Bader Meinhof, my friend? Hey, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. So that's it. But it, it's not the Mandela effect. Correct. Okay. What's what, the Mandela effect? Oh my no. God! You haven't. Okay. First of all, it was mentioned in in Hollywood Babylon, and honestly, I have to admit, this is the first time that I um, heard of it. Uh, but since I've learned more about it, and and essentially what it is is it, it's, uh, I'm going to try and sum it up in a nutshell from my understanding. Now, okay, not and then saying, I'll and then I'll and then I'll give you a definition of it. Okay, good. So essentially, what it is is it's a belief that there is an alternative timeline universe existence where something that is commonly remembered or perceived uh, actually occurred and is contradictory to the reality we're finding now. Uh, one of the and the reason why it's called the Mandela effect is because uh, even though he did get out of jail and and became, I believe, uh, president of South Africa or some type of official in South Africa, mm -hmm. uh, there are people that remember Mandela uh, dying in jail. I believe that's why it's now, called it, that. And is it and is it localized to uh, a big group misremembering something? Right, it's not just a single person that, yes. that misremembers. Yes. It's, it's a big group. Yeah. An another example that they use is the, the Berenstain Bears versus the Berenstein Bears. I believe. So, oh, so, so the Mandela sure. effect, uh, I think another one recently was, uh, that, uh, base, uh, what was it? Oh God. The comic from Sinbad, oh, wow. Sinbad being in some type of genie movie, I think, uh, whereas Shaq well, was I, in one. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so there's, there's a whole bunch of, of them with, with the example okay. here. So, so now the beauty <laughs> of it is we get to see bullshit versus, uh, reported facts. So now Trent. I yeah. welcome you to give us the web definition of what the yeah. Mandela effect is. So, so the Mandela effect is, uh, in, for all intents and purposes, uh, and it's funny that you say web definition only, uh, like like dictated by the the internet, right? Like this is this is an internet term. Um, but yeah, you're right. It's it's when uh, certain people, what like a collective group of people, remember something in a particular way, but it turns out they that you know everyone's incorrect. Some awesome awesome um uh examples uh oscar meyer is spelled oscar mayer m-a-y-e-r and what, we all what, say versus m-e-y-e-r exactly yeah okay um well hold on wait that? a minute hold on Let, let's put this one to the test i'm 45 years old 
Yeah. And I'm just going to strictly work from memory, all right? You ready with me? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ash Williams is saying that's uh, called Earth 2. Um, but, uh, okay, my baloney has a first name, Trent. It's O-S-C-A-R. My baloney yeah. has a second name. That's M-A-Y-E-R. Oh, see, now, see, I I didn't grow up with that commercial. Yeah, exactly. Right? You didn't. You did not. But that's why but I'm I saying know the we song. can run a test. Because... But I know the song because I would say I wish I was an Oscar Mayer wiener. Yes. Yeah. And, okay. And, uh... and, and, and let's not get that confused with, uh, you know, the kids that might eat uh, hot dogs. Yeah. Wait, what kind of hot dogs are they? Hot dogs. Armor hot dogs. Yes, I think it's Armor. You know, Armor is a company that does hot dogs, yeah. Because there are big, kid, uh, big uh, fat kids, skinny kids, kids that climb on rocks. They all eat Armor hot dogs. Yeah, it's it's no, we're not the ones causing obesity, folks. In no. fact, there's some people that are athletic. There are, there are a minority of people that, that eat, they're athletic to eat our hot dogs. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but anyway, so the, the reason okay. why I brought that up, though, is because I am uh, purportedly uh, over, no, I am 45 years of age. Yeah. And um, and as such, I, I kind of cross that barrier where a lot of these elements that I have perceived as being picked up by the Mandela effect, sure. which, which, by the way, I think, honestly, we can just attribute to shitty memory um, no, or, or no, common I, misconceptions. That, OK, so here. So let's let's go through this and see how you do. OK. All right. You, what's, you school me. What's what's the uh, the television uh, show really popular one that had Sarah Jessica Parker, Kim Cattrall. Kristen Davis, Cynthia Dixon, Chris North, John Colbert, etc. What, what was that show called? The na- okay, here we go. I'm going to I'm going to take this game to a level further, Trent. Okay, okay. Uh, I, hit me. Wow, I, I see. This is the reason why it's fun to to work with a free form show where you don't plan shit because <laughs> you get cool little games all of a sudden like this. So I'm going to give you what uh, my what I believe is the name, and then I'm yeah. going to believe tell you what I believe the Mandela effect name is. The name of the show is Sex and the City. The common Correct. misconception is Sex in the City. Well done. Thank you. Well done. And that okay. is just me using pure logic and predicting people's sure, stupidity. Sure. Um, uh, even if you're not a Queen fan, uh, we're all familiar, whether it's in politics or sports, the We Are the Champions song, right? My friends. Okay. How does that song end? No time for losers, cause we are the champions of the world. Of the world is not in it. Mother trucking son of a bitch. Isn't that crazy? The song just ends that we are the champions. There's a but there's a lyric. The but there there's got to be a lyric where he does it. There has Her, to be. There, there there might be, but the song itself. Just ends. It doesn't say of the world. Well, and the, I, not to mention, like, um, in my mind, I can I can hear Freddie Mercury's like and letting it like just ring out there of the world, and and that's how it ends. But apparently, it doesn't. I well, yeah. It, well, it, it's probably just part of the, of the lyric structure, like we said. But uh, but the other thing too that I thought for a while, and it may be because it's the way it's cut on the album, but I swear that we are the champions. Was uh. It in sometimes can sound like the intro to um, what song? So it we goes it goes from "We Are the Champions" oh, into something else. I don't know. Uh, anyone, I don't know. Anyone, if you're actually listening live, and you uh, know what I uh, Chinese whispers internet style is that racist? Fuck knows. I, I'm sorry. A uh, super bong man was saying that. Sometimes you got to wonder about things that might be said by someone like Super Bong Man with the name. 
Uh, yeah, well, but I, but I don't mean that in a derogatory fine. fashion. I no, just yeah, mean, dude, he's smoking. It's cool. He could be high. Is all I'm saying. Yeah, no, he is. He's 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 smoking and drinking, smoking and drinking on a Thursday night. I'm sorry, some Beastie Boys there. Okay, uh, you know, uh, well, hold rich on, uncle- we can't move on yet because I got to okay. answer this question. We are the champions. Oh, sure. As a as a song, uh, not for another one bites the dust, but what's another one of their songs that's kind of underdogish? Um, Bohemian Rhapsody. No. Um, maybe it is another one bites the dust. I don't know. Oh well, never mind. We'll come back to that some okay. show later. Give me another one. Rich, rich Uncle Pennybags. Does so this is the Monopoly guy, right? Does he have a monocle? I'm gonna say no. The he, the the correct. planner's peanut, who also it shares also wardrobe. A, yeah, who has the top hat, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> interesting, interesting note about the planner's peanut in the uh, early 1900s. Uh, they put out a, a campaign for um, uh, young people to come up with their best to, for a, a chance to to design their new mascot, and it was like a 12 year old one. And so the the 12 year old and an artist came up with who is uh, Mr. Peanut. No way. Yeah, true story. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that one's stupid. We've already talked about Bernstein Bears. Curious George, does he have a tail? No, he doesn't. Correct. A lot of people think that he does. Yeah, along those lines. Now, uh, taking it back home to where all things should be, uh, let's look at uh, the greatest Star Wars film, right? Uh, Empire Strikes Back. Episode one. I'm joking. No, we are talking Empire Fuck Strikes Back. Fuck you. I'm ending the show now. <laughs> I'm joking. Oh, Misa step in the doo-doo. Uh, no. Uh, so the big reveal, right, when, when Vader proclaims his... Ah, We uh, Will Rock You is the song that oh, I was going for. Oh, okay, okay. Thank yeah. you, Carrie Lotion. Um, uh, what, what, what is the line where, where, where Vader uh, di- divulges the big secret to Luke? What, what does Vader say? Wow. You know, this is one of those ones where it should be ingrained. Yeah. Because uh, I think it's... I'm your father. But what, 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 how does the sentence start though? Luke. I'm your father. Okay. What is it? No. No, I'm your father. No, I am your father. Yeah. I accept that. I, I, I wouldn't know. And my guess is I remember incorrectly because of Tommy boy. La, 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 Luke. I am your father. (laughs) <laughs> yeah uh, yeah exactly i yeah. uh i and i i i accept that but you know some yeah. other things it's just folks there's no mandela effect okay let it go yeah anyway it's yeah well look at that yeah. though not only look at that within moments you went from not knowing anything about it to what could be perceived as a as an expert on the topic yeah well i'm i'm just saying and and i i, or, I swear or, or, or it's just your pub trivia skills I, like kicking in there's probably a lot to that, actually. Uh, the Mr. Peanut thing is directly related to uh, trivia. I uh, people love brands and and brand mascot and logo and jingle trivia. Holy shit! Like that, that and the category I do called TV tunes, where I play a, a lyricless theme to a, a TV uh, show, and then you have to tell me what show it's from. Boom, boom, do 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 do, and then oh, I mean. Yeah, yeah, that's all. That's always a first round category when I'm doing um, uh, '90s television dr- uh, uh, crime drama. Oh, okay, but but like, uh, what would you throw in as a real hook, like the intro to Time Tunnel? 
Well, so so you would be surprised. Uh, I did a 2000 crime drama, and a lot of people, I of of like I think 13 teams, only three got Dexter correct. Oh well, but you know that's it's it, that one wasn't because I really think if you have. I now see the problem is you're playing it for me, and I would have probably encouraged you to grab three different themes to see if I could pick up on which one was sure, was sure. the Dexter one. The one, the one that uh, that there, there. Well, there were there were two that that shocked me too that people d- didn't get the Sopranos. People don't remember the Sopranos theme. Well, that one didn't have uh, that one had lyrics in it because he, well, you're going to get a gun. Well, and uh, no, I did, I did, I did the the lyric one on that one. People didn't know, and people didn't know with lyrics as well. Um, I, I take out the lyrics when it's one that's like the facts of life. You know what I mean? Yeah, you only you only include that you you take the good, you take the bad, you take yeah. them both, and then you yeah. have end of no, no, I take that out too. Cause oh, if okay. it, I mean, you know, if, if it's you know, um, anyway, yeah, people love those like, and then and then brands like like uh, uh people love like what logo features, blah blah blah, or you know stuff like that. People well, it's it. it's common knowledge stuff. That's the reason why we're drawn to it. You don't have to be an erudite of of uh, you know technical information to answer the questions. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, it, it's like it's the com- it's it's kind of like uh, the difference between the people that would enjoy World of uh, Wheel of Fortune versus the people that enjoy Jeopardy. Yeah. In oh a yeah. Sense. That's, yeah. Or yeah, more to the point, true. I'd be more inclined to go on Wheel of Fortune than I ever fucking went on Jeopardy. Oh, see, and I wouldn't. I am the worst speller in the world. Oh, but you, is it really? Okay, well, maybe I guess I could see your point. Uh, by the way, Super Bong Man also contributing. How many times did Humphrey Bogart say, play it again, Sam? Never. That is correct. That is yeah. correct. Yeah, because I, I only know that because Casablanca is my all-time number one favorite movie. Well, I think also that is one of those common uh, TV movie uh, trick trivia questions. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, and I've heard that before, too. Yeah. Kind of like... I, in fact, I believe I've asked that question in trivia before. I wouldn't doubt it. And like my favorite other one that you used to really be able to get people on, I'm not sure if you can now or not because it kind of became more common knowledge. I heard somebody then use it in a movie later, but uh, that one was, uh, oh, yeah, because it was in the beginning of Scream, I think, as well. Uh, mm. But asking who the, I used to love doing this to people, uh, but, you know, like who was the murderer in the first Friday the thirteenth. Yeah, yeah, it's it's the mom. It's the mom, Mrs. Voorhees. Yeah, yeah. Not... and also the 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 scariest of all the Friday the Thirteenth because it has the least uh, action, right? So like it, it builds to to the the, the most of the actions all in in like the top of the third scene or the third act. Well, not and to that's mention when it's scary. It's a slow burn up to it. Yeah. Well, the other cool thing about it was because they weren't revealing who the killer was. It was all suspense and attack, so it could still be anyone. Totally. And, and you're not seeing the villain or the monster, which, uh, you know, it, unless you're using the Hitchcockian approach, which is, uh, you know, for example, uh, it's, it's, it's one thing if you have two men in a room and there is a bomb under the table. Uh, but it's an entirely other thing if there are two men in a room and there's a bomb under the table and the audience knows it's there. Exactly, yeah. That's what yep. builds suspense. So we know through the music something is going to happen. And, and in Friday the 13th, again, we're not seeing the villain, so we're just seeing this vicious anonymous attack. Uh, and, and really it's the subsequent movies where they needed a killer and they're like, okay, well, the creepy boy that pulls her at spoilers at the end yeah. of the movie. Uh, there's no spoilers. The, the film's like... 35 years old well dude come on yeah uh, you know uh, there could be a whole generation of people that are going i mean what if what if we get into a world 
There could very well be a world, sir, that uh, is is very similar to to Ready Player One, where True. where some obscure uh, video game fan a developer right now just happens to be a fan of Netheads, yeah, and then you know. Of all the stupid things, part of the way to catch his wealth in the future is, is knowing obscurely that one of two hosts was attacked by his Jeep or one of two hosts uh, <laughs> crashed a bobcat into the side of a pool. Yeah. Or, you know. or beats his peach tree. Yeah, there you go. You never know. Uh, so uh, you know, and, and everything and everything is a spoiler, kind of. Uh, Ash Williams on Twitter says the Mandela effect in the Marvel Universe is just called What If? Yeah, exactly. Which, by the way, used to be some of. I think my favorite one of the what ifs, as a matter of fact, was the uh, what if, which which was funny at the time and an entertaining take until it became a, a series reality. And that's what if Peter Parker's clone had lived. Oh, right. Yeah, and it's it's interesting too how the the what if um uh titles they were actually take like like initially very seriously, right? They were they were written as. As what if this had happened, and then it was a, a a serious look into that what if it had happened, and then later that's when it turned into like the whimsical fun like, what if uh, Aunt May was Galactus, you know? Stuff yeah, like that. it's a ridiculous stuff. By the way, I really hope if they don't do it in mainstream, that at least if they do it um, uh, posthumously, if you will, only yeah. because he is getting up there, I would really really appreciate if sometime in the future of the Marvel films. Because he has a cameo and everything, if it isn't, if it's revealed that uh, Stan Lee's character is actually the Watcher. Oh, that's interesting. That's what I think. Well, because you know, there's uh, uh, for those of you that aren't aware, there and what is his name? Is it like Uatu uh, or something? Uatu, U A T A U. Wow, I actually remembered that. Yeah. I haven't even seen him in a long time, but apparently there's some there whether there is a god or not it may be open to interpretation sure but, but apparently camping out up on the moon is some creepy guy that's just watching us all the time yeah i mean there there are there are many watchers he's of a race and and they all are watching different realities it's a gigantic race of peeping toms yeah totally and and they have a nefarious past which is interesting the one thing that i would i would say that that can't be true because in I want to say issue eight of the Fantastic Four, um, we see Jack Kirby and uh, uh, Stan Lee. The, the Fantastic Four go to Marvel Comics and uh, uh, get some help from them because, uh, because they're the guys that are writing the, the comic book about the Fantastic Four. Oh, well, that's an interesting take, but these are the movies, so I think you know, we can... <laughs> I, I Despite think... the fact that we've seen Stan Lee in all the movies. Yes, well, you know, that's the comic book Stanley, not the movie yeah. Stanley. He'll he'll be like Excelsior, I am watching all of you. Yeah. <laughs> or, or what's gonna... nothing is impossible for a man who can see all. There we go. Um and and uh, you know, cuz that's all they have to do. They have to take like the last cameo, once we know it's the last cameo, and just Aww. have him morph into that character. And that way they can have that character just kind of show up in the movies if they want to kind of continue the uh, tradition. Not that I mean to bring up such a morbid take on it, but I'm just saying. No, uh, yeah, good good friend of mine, Steve Kent, ran a, uh, a brilliantly hilarious um, uh, uh, Twitter account called uh, Sad Stan Lee, where he would just like, if if Stan Lee was emo, what would he be saying? And uh, he, he kind of stopped because he was like, whoa, he, like Stan Lee's going to die and I'm going to post something. And 
it's going to be really bad. <laughs> yeah, there you go. It's and that's understandable. I think, uh, y- yeah, you don't want to be into anything, and because really, anytime anyone passes, then things get put under a, an even greater microscope. So, oh, for sure, I totally get that. And you know, and plus, not to mention those kind of accounts just kind of come and go. Like, it, like in. 2015 the end of 2015 it may have been very funny for there to be following the lonely luke account for for, if for nothing else just the simple uh, tweet that it had of haven't spoken to anyone in years girl showed up i didn't say anything what's wrong with me right 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 right. you know for little simple uh, delivery of comedy like that it's fun but uh, over the long haul how long are you going to be able to carry that into the modern era if you will well, you know I mean? Will, I'm 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 now going to ask you a question. Um, we we know the 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 title of the next uh, film. There are 299 days until uh, the the next Star Wars film comes out. Uh, what do you think of the title, The Last Jedi? I didn't give it any more thought than the fact that it existed in the crawl for Phantom. No asshole. The Force Awakens. Pardon me. I was referring to myself, by the way, as the a hole there. Yes. Uh, the Phantom Menace. What the hell? Yeah. Uh, that's 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 like saying uh, that's like uh, Casablanca, a uh, Wizard of. O- I'm sorry, Casablanca. Yeah, no, Casablanca. Sorry. Yes. Whoa, a little divergence there, my yeah. friend. Uh, got, but anyway, got prequels on the mind. Yeah. Well, not so much, really. Yeah, I do because you brought up uh, the uh-huh. the doo doo earlier, it, and you secretly love it. That's Inception. anyway uh what i'm getting at is in the opening crawl of phantom menace they refer to luke as the last jedi right however and and i think i know where you're going with this trent so i can tell Mm -hmm. you from my personal experience i didn't give it any more thought than that until i saw some images from uh non-american countries that are pluralizing it yes so in other words and but uh, contextually speaking uh, Jedi could be plural, and if Luke starts training uh, Rey to get her to the point of Jedihood, you could consider her, consider her you know, because we get in, there's this weird realm of a uh, theological, uh, ver- is that the right term for, uh, we're, we're, we're in this weird realm of, of religion versus, um, are we? Yeah. Uh, yes. Yes. No. You. You are. You are exactly right. And this is exactly where I, where I wanted to take you. Oh, good. Right? Good. Please, because I've completely stumbled. Carry the no, baton, my friend. Y- you're. You're exactly right. So, um, in in my opinion, and uh, one of my uh, colleagues at work is a a ginormous fan of of the Star Wars. We talk about it quite a bit. Um, that's how I know there's 299 days uh, because. <laughs> uh, we have we have a countdown calendar in our office. Oh, I thought maybe that was just the. Uh, <laughs> Early morning salutation is just yeah, strictly was, the countdown. Yeah. <laughs> That's how we greet each other. Um, <laughs> 298, uh, 298. Yeah, so um, we, we know that people can use the Force without being Jedi, right? So the, the Sith, is the Sith. that's not even an organized situation. That's a Jedi term put onto these people, right? Um, and then, and then we, we see uh, people who are Force-sensitive, um, not unlike uh, um, Donnie Yen's character in in um, uh, the last Star Wars film, uh, and and then we see people uh, we we see in in other uh, canon actual canon based things uh, where people uh, can use it or who have in, in taken aspects of it who are not part of Jedi or Sith, um, and so uh, my my hope 
and I think this would be really interesting if they go this route, is they they look at the Jedi as an organization, and this is the end of that organization. And, and I liken it unto the Bush administration being that they, they did a lot of, of, of things that they thought were for everyone's best interest, but in doing so ended up creating a lot more problems. For example, had the Jedi never existed, um, or or if they hadn't been so stringent to their to their um their their dogma. heritage, yeah, their 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 dogma, their their um their tradition. Uh, Padme and and Anakin would have married and had a child just fine. Darth Vader never comes into existence as Darth Vader. Okay, I'll give you another hot take on this then, because I've well, it's not really a hot take because I've had this enter my mind several sure, different sure, times. Sure, sure. We've kind of had this very uh, convoluted story. Holy shit, I can't believe we're doing this. Yeah, uh, no, it's happened. It's happened. <laughs> you got this very convoluted story that kind of revolves around. Uh, it revolves around the Force. That's the only real common thing other than so far there's Skywalkers in every one. Uh, but if we look at it just from this uh, theological perspective, uh, you've got this uh, this element, this common string that goes throughout because it exists everywhere. Another funny way yeah. to bring it in. Uh, yeah. But you've also got, as you said, people that are sensitive to it and using it. And then you've got people that are using it in other means. The entire time, they're theoretically speaking, isn't really balanced because you have either side utilizing it in some way other than merely being free into it, which is essentially what it seems like they're trying to convey. There is this this overall power within the universe, and if like the Jedi are sensitive to it, they quote-unquote let it flow through them to enable them to eventually or supposedly enact the force's will. So this living force that ties us all together, so you would think it is the the common good, if you will, if they give themselves up to it, it Assuming will... Assuming good exists. Yeah, uh, then you, uh, you allow it to travel through you. But of course, they build an organization around that, so instantly you're going opposite to what the intention would be. Yeah. And and or, then well, yeah, assuming that that yeah, it's sentient or that there is a, a a moral around it. Yeah, yeah. So by there being any form of organization that in any way utilizes it, other than just naturally letting it happen, yes, you create an imbalance. Uh, exactly, exactly. And that's been going throughout this entire story. Uh, and it's kind of weird to see the way the point where we came into it. Uh, because remember, that's the other weird thing about this is that oh, we're, yeah. we're, we're still technically in the middle or at the tail end of some yep. other story. Because at some point, I guess maybe there were more Sith, but yeah. but it's yeah. it it's hard to kind of get my head. Yeah, on that I mean one. this this is this is an organization that is you know thousands of years old. Yeah. So, but it, it and, and 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 here's the other funny thing I think when I think about this kind of thing. When you look at it from this theological yet organizational uh, perspective, you've got uh what appeared to be a, a um an organization that had a strict and a rigid training regimen to where you finally achieve uh, the final level 
and you are now a Jedi. So it's a it's this whole Jedi organization, but you're not a true Jedi or a true member uh, until you get to a certain point. Uh, whereas on the flip side, when we come into the story, you got one guy with one apprentice, and that's all we know about, right? Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Exactly. And so, and whatever the hell their criteria is, apparently the only way truly to be a successful Sith Lord is to bring down the one that raised you. So that in itself has its own organizational issues, I believe. Uh, <laughs> you know, there's certain certain restrictions they're, they're putting on themselves they don't really need to. You can, you know, at that point, let him go get a, a like, set your, your student free before they have to kill you. That seems like a much better plan to me. Yeah. Uh, but then uh, th as that story progresses, you've got the big organization and then the two tiny guys. And then the situation becomes almost balanced because you've got, uh, once again, the two people utilizing the dark side, and now you've only got two people on the light side that we know about just going from the movies. And yeah. that and that is kind of the point where it just seems to be continuing up until the point where in between stories that we never saw, uh, Luke takes it upon himself to start try and attempt to start an organization. And once again, that seems to have balanced itself it out with one person and one person. Well, but but we also see how the the organization itself created its own problem in Kylo Ren. Yes, exactly. Right, that's, that's true. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. Like like the the, the force is 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 I don't know. It'll it, it'll be interesting. It'll be especially interesting t to go that route because it deals with something that fans love so much, right? Um, and and you know that 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 hasn't we we've seen people put up on this on this pedestal that um were were so dogmatic in the Jedi uh Yoda Obi-Wan and Obi-Wan is an interesting case because there is a time uh difference in between um so in if if you watch Clone Wars we see Satine who is the Mandalorian diplomat that um has a, a romantic relationship with Obi-Wan um she eventually dies but there's some space in between that people have speculated they actually did get together and have a kid come to rebels there's a character named Sabine who is speculated to be Ray's mother. Yeah, but now you're going outside of the movie media, which is the only thing I have relation to. Here's the uh, other but, 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 but Disney has said Clone Wars and Rebels are canon. But think about this, too. Uh, the other funny thing is at the point where you've only got where, where there is simply master and student, master and student, or two people tapping into it, however you want to think about it. Right. Uh, we're at that point where Vader is created and where it's just uh, Yoda and, and Obi-Wan, right? Yeah. You've now got a situation where one guy isn't going to share with the student how to train a new person, and you've got the other people here who have gone through the training program and may not necessarily have faith in it anymore. Okay, yeah. so in other words, how this is going to continue about uh, beyond Darth Vader is an interesting question. But the more interesting final statement is that Luke only had a finite amount of training. Yeah. So how exactly, and of course now I realize the simple counter is this is the reason why he goes looking for uh, the first Jedi Temple, possibly, is, yeah. is at the point where he is quote-unquote considered a Jedi – I mean, we really don't know that he's he's gotten all the proper, uh, you know, uh, class time in and met the requirements to get the certifications. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But then again, like I said, OK, well, just because uh, if we're going to be in a discussion this nerdy, we you do have to give up some ground. Yeah, there's some stuff, obviously, that's gone on that we haven't seen. And, oh, for and sure. we all and, know and there's a thing called research that can possibly be done. 
Yeah, and and there's there's a thing called um they're they're making it up as they go, just just like we are. <laughs> yeah, very true. That was the uh, that's the other important part that you have to always take away from Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back is that we're talking about fictional characters. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> and it, so and true. you see, the moment anyone says that, Trent, that's when it suddenly goes from being entertaining, yeah. to sad. Well, that's that's where it goes to one of my favorite quotes, and uh, please please bless uh, that fracking cat for for tweeting it out. Uh, it's it's a screen cap of Revenge of the Nerds, where the uh, where I forget his name. The the big the big lineman says, Ogre. "Nerds." Uh, he's Charles Butowski. Ogre, you asshole. Ogre. Ogre. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Nerd. Sorry, that's literally the way I can remember the character name. It's like I think his name is Charles Blurtowski. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then Ogre comes over and it's Ogre, you asshole, and he says, "Ogre, you asshole." Yeah. Ogre. Oh, that is so awesome. Oh, that was the first, you know, there's a, even though it is just part of the, uh, the eighties experience of unnecessary nudity in, uh, movies, um, or gratuitous nudity in, in movies, I guess is probably the more, uh, non-moralistic way to put it. God bless uh, it. <laughs> uh, but, you know, and really the eighties was the birth of that era first. Uh, and, and if it hadn't been for Porky's, I don't think that that really genre would have, hit uh the yep. way it did porky porkies and and probably meatballs were the two that really spawned yeah. everything porkies first yeah. for sure but meatballs was semi-clean really that one you could almost get through without having to be worried <laughs> of watching it with your parents right um so with uh well and then caddyshack okay there's a lot that kind of goes yeah. into it building yeah. up uh but anyway it was the start of a of an era of films and the cool thing about Revenge of the Nerds is at least there was an an under an actual baseline story that if you and I'm sure you know people on cable can attest to this at the point where you cut out the, like the nudity uh you you can still have a very entertaining story so that's the sign of a good story where they just found way to work the boobies in really right yeah like, yeah boiled down to it but the other reason why I'll always love the original Revenge of the Nerds is because um, my brother offered, my older brother John, uh, which is, look, I'm going to be honest, uh, there's lots of fine family dynamics, but the person that I've had uh, the closest relationship to of yeah. all my brothers is my brother John. Uh, he's also the one closest in age to me, and I don't think that's the reason, but, but anyway, neither here nor there. I've suddenly drug all the family laundry into this. I apologize. No. no. Please excuse uh, no. me. No, but no anyway, speculating. At the time he was uh, 18, which is that golden age you need to have somebody with you uh, to go see that type of movie. He offered to take me to, or to the movies. Uh, and I think, I don't remember what bullshit film it was supposed to be, but he wanted to go see that. And I'm like, I get to see a rated R movie? Hell yes. Yeah, absolutely we're going. I'm in. And so that was also one of those uh, things where that was like the first uh, common thing that my brother and I did where now we had a thing that was just between us and yeah. hush us. More so than the times I would be at my dad's house and he would say, hey, I'm going out, don't say shit. And then he would <laughs> go out through the sliding glass door oh, and then I would have worked up stomach issues because I'm trying to sleep in a room where I know <laughs> the door isn't locked. Isn't locked, right, yeah, exactly. See, that's more. Oh, that, that's not a bonding experience. That's more no. of a hostage situation, just really. sheer terror. It really was. Boy, those suck. No, but this was the first common thing we had like together, and that was cool, you know? Uh, that was a real bonding thing for me. So I'll always uh, think fondly of that movie, uh, and less so of any of the sequels that followed. 
Yeah, I it, it, uh, I remember watching two and not enjoying it, but one, and and maybe one because it was the very first radar movie I ever saw. See, there you go. Number two, literally the first movie I ever walked out of a movie theater on. I did not see the ending <laughs> really? of that movie. Yes. Yeah. Which is a shame because I later came to find out, like I was really on the verge of like the last ten minutes. I Ugh. had invested that much so far. Why did I not continue? Yeah. yeah. Because you still got your money back for walking out? No, I didn't. I just bailed. Uh, just it be- happens so often in Utah. They have policies as to uh, how much you can see and still get your money back. <laughs> well, that just means that it's a more uh, economically aware area, right? Or or, well, or people with, with tighter budgets and, and, and better fiscal understandings. Of no, I, I, I think it's just because, um, you know, uh, people walk out of movies so often here. Oh, okay. Do, from, are, uh, do you mean like from the moralistic implications? Yes, exactly. Gotcha. Yes. How many of them do you think want to stay in there, but they're only leaving because they're fearing they'll be judged if they do? Oh, because of you know, uh, two thirds, probably. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, because honestly, I, I almost never walk out of movies and I almost never see people walk out of movies. Yeah. No, it, it happens. It ha- well, and, and I, I am I no longer see it because I see movies on Sundays now. Oh. And the and and the people that are offended aren't seeing films on Sunday because they're because they're because sure. they're there right because they're because they're they're, ob- they're uh, observing the Sabbath. <laughs> but they're yes, I understand. The people that yes. are going aren't observing the Sabbath. They're observing. I'm having a good time. Exactly. Well, you know, some people some people um, are able to see God in church, and some people are able to only see God out of church. Dude, I never uh, realized this. Have you ever gotten shit from anyone in your life because we did netheads on Sundays? Oh no, gosh no. Okay, no. you're like I don't have those kind of people in my life, Will. Yeah, I, that's exactly what I was just gonna say. I was like, if if they care, they wouldn't even know that I do it. Oh, there you go. Very good. Understood. Yeah. They wouldn't even they wouldn't even be observing. That's a thing. No, gosh no. Gosh, no, what's, not what's, at all. What's a podcast, they would say? Big, hey, I say it all the time. <laughs> oh, shoot. Somebody tried to call. Hold on. Let's. Ah, uh, shite. Oh, they Hello? hung up, too. Oh, uh, I, heard him, I heard him hang up. It was probably Ryan Connolly. See, this is the problem. I'm going to have to change this right back now? now. Yeah, he I'm sorry. Right. He'll, later on, he'll know that we didn't mean to not take his call. It, yeah. it wasn't on purpose. I just, I didn't. Or, or it stupid. was, and that's the, that's the greatest uh, uh, cover-up for it ever. No, I I, li- oh, I, mean, yeah. I I literally will not play games like that anymore because <laughs> I don't think I think at times it may not have been interpreted that it is it, it's done in jest and in with jest, no yeah. real ill intent. Like if I've yeah. if I've ever hung up on you as a caller while you've been listening to us, it has never actually been of a malicious intent. Correct. And it's sad that I actually have to, I guess we're kind of in the uh, not letting old issues die and continuing them on and on in the news right now, aren't we, Trent? Well, I, I don't know what you're talking about. I'll tell you exactly what I'm talking about, Trent, because <laughs> it's a hot button and, you know, for fuck's sake, I'm not going to stop talking about things uh, just because of fear of repercussions, even though I'm apologizing to people I hung up on two years ago. But I got a, I got an interesting way to take this because I think we can make this not about Trump, and we can just discuss what the logistic appears to be and, and what we perceive as, as what it really is. And I'm going to specifically refer to the adoption, the embracing, if you will, of the term fake news by, by the executive branch. Yes. There we go. So that's the context I want to put it in. And, and what I'm specifically discussing here is uh, uh, maybe – Potentially, the executive branch doesn't have a handle on the way the news works. 
uh, and and needs to not use this specific term because I don't think it's it's what's really intended. I mean, fake. First of all, the term is bad. I think there's there's uh, legitimate news and illegitimate news. Uh, well, there's 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 news, and then there, fake news doesn't exist. Yeah, it's just it's it's, it's just it's just um, um, hearsay. Right. So so there you go. And there's the distinction. Whereas and I'm going to say this, I based on a, a press conference that was done by the executive branch uh, a few days ago, I think I can understand the perception of the executive branch and, and go with me here. I'm sure this, this no, might it, be a little bit of a shock I, for me to bring I, up. Because I, I was actually going to come in and, and say I, I know I think they know exactly um, what they're doing. But go on. OK, well. Yeah, probably, but I don't want to get into the conjecture of other things. I want to stick with this like one little topic for now. Yeah, uh, one yeah. because I think we're shut up, Donnie. We're out of our league. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's one reason, and, and the other, you know, I don't really know how it's going to play out. But but I want you to follow me on this. I think I have an understanding of the the context the executive branch is giving because basically they're saying I see these things reported. Uh, I'm. I don't believe that they are happening. I don't believe that it's accurate. So I. I'm calling them fake news because I don't understand how they have the ability to report on this. Yeah. Uh, whereas the flip side is there has to be an understanding of of the way journalists can and or or what they do and what they don't do before they go to press. So in other words. I am able to report on something if I literally have it doesn't matter who. Okay, let's just say it is uh it's Trent Hunsaker, okay? I've had a yeah. conversation with Trent Hunsaker who has told me uh that there is a a state of chaos in, in the White House administrative staff, okay? I can and then uh, so I've gotten that reported to me. I then t- contact Trent Hunsaker. Yeah. And I say uh okay, uh, first of all, are you going to go on the record or off the record on this? And you just say, no, no, I don't. I, 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 I prefer to remain anonymous for my own protection. Yeah. So the journalist will then say, fine. And then they'll say, okay, well, uh, tell me what it is that that you've heard. And then they tell you verbatim what it is. Then the journalist is going to cross-check by asking questions in order to, to determine in some way, shape, or form the information uh, coming from you as a source is valid. Uh, where did you get this information? Uh, how did this information occur? You're saying you heard this. Who did you hear say it specifically? When did you hear them say it? They'll get all this information. And, what, and the reason they're doing this is because they are attempting to uh, gather as much information they can, and then yeah. to make the determination if the story has validity. Yeah, and then they'll print it. Now that, or at least more to the point, that's the way it should be. However, um, you know there are certain steps that have to connect Trent Hunsaker to the information that he's allegedly reporting on. Uh, yeah. We actually had a situation this week in the news where the AP ran a story of a propo- proposed uh, executive order, I think, or a memo or something. It doesn't uh-huh. matter. Uh, I think what was determined, however, in the long and short of it, is they it, it it was determined that the source wasn't credible. So there wasn't really a story there, or information was misrepresented in the headline. There's a few yeah. things I, I I don't have the specifics. What I'm getting at though is that there are instances where the news does get things wrong. Uh, however, they do attempt to vet their sources as much as they can. However, and this is where I was going with my Trent Hunsaker model. Yeah, you uh. There is a certain level that you have to validate the source. However, it's not fake news if I'm reporting that an anonymous source, who I'm not divulging, is Trent Hunsaker, told me this information. 
Because right. what I'm reporting on is the information that Trent Hunsaker gave me and then how it correlates to the executive branch. Right. 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 So that's how I have the ability, not me personally, but that's how a, a reporters have the ability to report news based on those type of channels. So is there potential for them to be compromised, do you think, in that type of transaction? Oh, I, 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 absolutely there is, yeah. Or there may even, there may honestly be some level of journalistic credibility in, in how much they're willing to vet or, or take the information before they say, I'm, I'm reporting on this and then another source says this, uh, and I'm reporting on what that other source said in relation to this. You know, is there ability for them to be compromised there? I think so. Is there is there room for some journalistic credibility to be able to make sure that you can get a story out? Yeah, I think that's potentially there because as unbiased as you try to be, there's still the personal agenda as well. Oh, so, for sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And and yeah, and 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 that's that's where um, you know, uh, you that's that's why it is important to hold media accountable. Um, and, and you were right about how you do that, right? Yeah. That I, I, I personally don't think that, um, the the impromptu news conference had anything to do with keeping the media accountable. Oh no, I don't either. It had everything to do with reaching a, a populace that, um, might be getting on the fence about something and then reassuring that oh nope that's 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 the good old that's the that's the guy I voted for right there that's that's yeah. him yeah it, it was more of a well obviously because also in in Florida uh, a member of the executive branch is having a a rally in Florida right. to yeah. uh, quote unquote get people excited but uh, I think well anyway uh, again I don't want to get into conjecture so so let me finish up my one thought though so my I think uh, the thing is there's a perception from the executive branch but I also think there may not be a base understanding of how the news is able to do what they do. So it it's really improper to, to assign a label to something being as fake and valid or what have you, uh, based on the simple fact of your perception of what is accurate, uh, is in contradiction to that. So since they're reporting on what you perceive as a contradiction, it's, it's fake or false or invalid. I think that's an improper categorization. Well, especially when, Two years ago, you created that to undermine the executive branch. Very true. Very true. Like, I mean, that's the irony about it all, right? Was was there was no bigger proponent of fake news two years ago? If you're referring to, um, then I'm just I'm non- just leaving it at that. Are you are you, but you're referring to the birther situation? I'm yes, right? the birther the birther situation, yeah. the um the the Islam celebrating uh on uh Oh uh, dancing in the streets on nine eleven. Yeah, yes. on nine eleven. Stuff like that. Like yeah, like that that's the irony of, of the of the dual sword that you've now wielded. Okay, very true. So now here is the thing. And and this is the important part. Now is the point where the news, I believe needs to tighten up. I know apparently they're in a, a if it bleeds, it leads kind of uh, reporting now. Yeah. Obviously, ratings are an issue, uh, so much so that sometimes when you try and I've stopped watching network news, by the way. Oh, yeah, I don't I don't even try. it's complete. It's a complete bumblefuck of just trying to be yeah. able to put on whatever you can to get people to keep watching for ratings. So, you know, it, yeah, fuck those as news sources, Trent. Yeah, agreed. Um, 
Uh, not to mention, uh, you can fall into hive mentality by watching those type of news programs. I don't, and oh, honestly, yeah. I don't know they're, where they're, 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 they're infotainment. Yeah, and I don't know at this point where to really get news other than like uh, pro pub. No, what is it? Pro something. Anyway, uh, there's a whole list of them. You can find them out yeah. there. Uh, but it's like ProPublica or something, I think. Anyway, yeah. um, uh, where was I going with this? Oh, I just think uh, at this point now, the media needs to tighten up, though, to have less. Uh, let's focus less on volume. Let's focus more on quality. And I think it's. I think at this point now, well, with all the rhetoric that's occurred, I really feel it's incumbent on the media to put the best pr- uh, foot forward, not only in reporting, but in also validating their information uh, to the public when they're reading it. So in other words, uh, there is no question about what I'm reading as, as being valid or invalid information. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know how that problem would be fixed, uh, but I think that is the only next available step if the media wants to continue to be taken seriously. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. And 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 at the same time, yeah, the you know, the the, the media did come out with a bit of a black eye um from from that. And yeah, hopefully hopefully everyone can be adults. Yeah. It, <laughs> you, you can say that all you want. Uh yeah. I don't have a lot of hope for that. You know what I do have hope for though, Trent? Well, I'm hoping it's it's uh uh monthly uh surprises that come to you in a box. Oh my God! It's like you in my brain. Yeah, I'm in. I'm in your box. I, uh, as you know, uh, we've been. <laughs> no, you're not in my box. Gross. And, and Gross. How dare you? Gross. Never, never speak of that again, my Sorry. friend. My bad. <laughs> what in the? What in the? What in the hell? I don't what know what you're hell? thinking. I just don't know what you're thinking. I'll tell you what I'm thinking. I'm thinking I'm opening up Gmail real quick here. Um, mm-hmm. I've been talking. We've been talking about Loot Crate for a little while now, Trent. Why I'm so goddamn excited that we get to yeah. offer. I mean, I'd be even more excited. If if uh, we had an even tighter relationship with like Think Geek as well, okay? Because uh, obviously, I firmly believe in the product. Uh, oh, yeah, you I, do. I've I'm I'm sticking by it when I shouldn't. I mm-hmm. should be I should be moving on. I mm-hmm. should be uh, using my money elsewhere, but mm-hmm. I haven't. You know why? It's because I love Loot Crate. Oh yeah, Loot Crate, man. Plain and simple. Uh, It's it's a very low cost. Uh, You know, for less than twenty dollars a month, you get like uh, all kinds of cool, finer geekery. It's the best surprise you know is coming, and it's just filled with so much epic uh, lootware and materials. And they've always got a T-shirt and a unique pin. Uh, But they also offer all kinds of uh, wonderful other little stuff. And and these, well, one of them is okay, but the other one is like one of the finest items I've ever seen, and I'm excited to actually finally open it on the air. Oh, are uh, you doing it right now? We're going. I'm going to. I'm going yeah. to. I'm. I am. I am. I'm, I hope you're getting ready for it, Trent. Let me uh, yeah. let me switch over to that uh, that view now, because uh, I remember uh, we need to do we need to do something special here, so that way uh, the people can see what I'm showing you, and, and still see me at the same time. So let me see yeah. if I can. Let me see if I can do that here. No, of yeah. course I can't. Oh, here we go. Is it happening? What's it's, happening? It's happening. Now we're now we're both we're picture in picture again, Trent. 
Oh shit. Sort of. I just got to hold everything up here. And that this is the coolest one. So let me save that for a second. This is the kind of stuff you're going to get in your uh, in your loot. It's not going to be this stuff. Uh but each box is themed, okay? Like this one this month's theme was building and you got only until like tomorrow, the 19th in order to subscribe at uh, lootcrate.com/netheads. Use the offer code netheads and I think you get like $3 off any crate. Pick your, take your pick whether you get the loot wear it's got more clothing or you get the loot loot crate DX that's got all kinds of big stuff in it trend it's got the huge items because you want the d yeah x. x very good wow you've been dying to use that one okay so here we go yeah. check this check this bad mother trucker out okay this is these are horcrux socks so it's everyone oh. the diary the ring yeah the locket yeah. the cup from harry potter right you say that's pretty yeah. cool and you know what i can always use a good pair of socks i'm yeah. with you but this one this one is the ultimate this came, I didn't even expect it. I didn't know it. It's the Lilo Dallas multi-pass. What? From I the can Fifth have multi-pass? Yes. Lilo Dallas multi-pass. Meat bag. See? Oh, That's my awesome. gosh. How can you not, folks? Seriously. If you if you appreciate your finer geekery, the finer stuff in life, then, then this is the kind of thing you appreciate getting every single month. You know what else, too? I don't have it to show here. But it's, uh, I always love seeing your reactions when we do this, Trent. I love seeing, and I don't have it to show you. I'm sorry. I could show you something else just to get the reaction, but I don't think the audience would appreciate it. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, but the other no, thing, no, actually, no, no, nor Loot Crate. <laughs> actually, I'll tell you what. If you go to LootCrate.com and you go to the area where they have Wake and Bake, you can see these. One of my favorite items that I wish I had more of is the, uh, is the it's a sonic screwdriver, like the 12th Doctor's, which is uh, residing right here above my head. Yeah, like the best one. Yeah, okay, very good. Actually, I'll t uh, speak to that in a second. Uh, it is a, it's a spork, and the handle oh. is that sonic screwdriver. It is my favorite, like if I've got chili to eat, or I've made like a chicken pot pie type meal, that spork is my go-to. If I eat pudding, I would go to, if I had jello, I would go to that. Yeah. If I was eating my morning cereal, I I have I use it for my oatmeal. Why? Because I get to see a sonic screwdriver sticking out of my oatmeal bowl. Why wouldn't you want that in your life? Yeah. Uh, this kind of stuff, it's real easy to get. Uh, and like I said, for less than $20 a month, you get, uh, you get all these cool items in a theme box, and you always get a T-shirt and the unique loop pen. You don't really get to see them on camera, but I've got them pinned up here behind my head. Uh, I've just been kind of collecting them because i got these spongy things on the wall. What the hell am I going to fill them with? Cool crap like that, folks. All you got to do is go to lootcrate.com forward slash netheads. Use the offer code netheads, $3 off any subscription. Do it now. Get the finer things in life you'd love to give yourself or somebody. you got to know somebody that wants it. And and all we're doing is we're, we're trying to give you a way to spread happiness in the world and save $3 off at the same time. Go to netheads or no lootcrate.com forward slash netheads. Use the offer code netheads and get yourself some loot crate. Get it now. That's how you do it, my friend. Well done, sir. <laughs> I'm serious, though. This multi-pass is, is like... I'm just going to leave that one in the premium. Nobody would download it anyway. Uh, but this thing, <laughs> seriously, this was like one of just the coolest items. And not only because of just the simplicity of it and, and because it's connected to such a cool movie, but now it's also something obviously I could easily hang in the background somewhere and just have yeah. Lilo Dallas's multi-pass there. And it even says Lilo Dallas. It, West like Park that, Galley's 281, level 21. It, what would be great, too, is like if you did take it to like a, a, a con and try to use that as your credentials to get in. Lilo Dallas multi-pass. Multi-pass, yeah. And the other cool thing, too, that we don't really mention about uh, Loot Crate is that you're also kind of part of a club at that point. 
because uh, you do often get t-shirts like uh, this week I'm wearing the Super Mario Brothers one again uh and uh you see other people wearing them out in the wild and you're just kind of like hey I know you I know where you got that I got it there <laughs> what's even cooler it's almost like the Wonder Twin powers activating is when you're wearing a Loot Crate t-shirt and you see somebody else wearing another Loot Crate loot t-shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because then yeah. really you guys lock eye because you're like, I it's have that the, t-shirt. It's the motorcycle wave, right? Yes, there you go. That's Bring totally it all it back. Is. It's all yeah. about the motorcycle wave. Folks, try and conduct yourself in a manner out there where, where you just, you're doing the motorcycle wave in life. That's all we're asking for. Yep. Absolutely. Right? And, and don't forget your pork chop in a can. Hey, Trent, um, we, we got a little long, but I want to ask you, is there anything you, you specifically wanted to talk about this week that we didn't get to? Um, you know what? I uh, There is, but I think we can save it for, for our next adventure because it is beautiful, um, and it involves a letter to the editor here in Logan about, quote-unquote, pornography in our local mall. Oh wow! Yeah, save that one. Yeah, it's it's a good one. It's it's a really good. You know, one. I think maybe next week we can do a we can do a very Trent Hunsaker intensive one because if you ah, save yeah, that, no, because if you save just a that, fun one to rip on. No, because if you save that story and then I bring up uh, Jason Chavitz next week, oh. uh, it'll just it'll be like we 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 just detonated a Hunsaker bomb right here in <sighs> Netheads. It's true. Oh, one thing one thing though that that is uh, pertinent that I think uh, worth mentioning, um. Uh, uh, let's see here. Okay, uh, Hollywood Babylon tonight sold out. Sorry, but uh, March third still available for tickets. Uh, March eighth, uh, JMU is going to be right here in uh, uh Salt Lake City. Uh, you can get tickets uh for that whoa, as whoa, well whoa, hold as. Hold on a second. Wait a second. Don't just gloss over that. Hold... Yeah, 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 yeah. Are you saying it's a it's a it's a Jason Muse one man show? It, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. Wow, yeah. I have podcast Jay and Silent Bob, Get Old Clerks, Dogma, etc. Jason Muse will be doing a a live podcast at the Golden Spike Comedy and Podcast Festival at uh, Wise Guys. Wow, that is uh, I don't. I'm sure they've have existed, but I've never I I've never thought about that. That is going to be an interesting experience. Well, and then he's going to, uh, right after that, uh, on the 10th, he's going to be uh, heading over to Lexington Comic Con, joining Ming and Mike, where uh, uh, Ming and Mike have uh, uh, some stuff going on there, as does Jason. So if you want to get in and see them, get some photo ops, check that out. And then also on the 10th, in Lexington, uh, you've got uh, Jay and Silent Bob Get Old, and then the 11th, uh, an evening with Kevin Smith in uh, in. Uh, uh, Covington. Wow, it almost sounds like a Jay and Silent Bob comic book men kind of gathering there. And yeah, that is that's is that Lexington. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah. I've, I've been aware of that just because if you go to csmod.com, you can find any and all these exciting live shows available to you coming to your area. Um, yep. And uh, that was the thing. I'm like, wow, it's a busy weekend in Lexington because yeah, yeah. You, so you have weekend, Mike Ming weekend after next. Yeah. And I, and I think if you actually look at the schedule for the Lexington Con itself, I think. Uh, I think Brian O'Halloran may be there, and I think oh, uh, nice. Marilyn yeah. Gigliotti. Hmm? Don't know how to pronounce her last name, uh, but you know they're uh, Veronica from. Uh, was it Ma- Veronica? Her name's Veronica, right? In Clerks. Uh, yes. I hope so. Oh, God, it, it, I, that's embarrassing if I got it wrong. I'm going to defer to you on that one. Yeah, I I got nothing, but but anyway, uh, yeah, it but looks anyway, like yeah, check, the whole point check, is. Check out- if you're not Eastmod. going to the Lexington oh. Con, I would tell you to because it seems like there's a lot of viewers universe yeah. going on. It'll be good. Anyway, folks, thank you very much for tuning. Thank you for listening, especially my long-winded 
wind my long never mind uh, my yeah my my long winded diatribes both on on Star Wars and 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 how the press is able to report the news and thinking the executive branch maybe just doesn't understand that concept uh yeah. I definitely not uh, but hey we did slip in some talk about smartwatches and things so that, yes we did yes so we did thanks for that uh, and thank you very much Mr Huntsaker always a pleasure to have you here I really Pleasures. wish. All mine. I really wish we kind of had a, a Hollywood Babylon solid type send off, you know, because they've got like, uh, yeah. you know, let's give it up to your uh, your host and uh, something or other, Mr. Ralph Garman. And then he says to my yeah. Babel and let's hear it from my Babel brother, Mr. Kevin Smith. And that's yeah. Hollywood Babylon for this week. Babel the F off. Good night, wherever. And then they're out. Now we, I, I want. I wish we we had some. Do you think? What do you think? You got something like that? You just like offhand, like yeah. You know, um, hey everybody, remember, remember keep 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 the rubber side down. Good night, everybody. Uh, yeah. Good. Um. Bye. Bye. That, that's, bye. Goodbye. That's wonderfully Thanks not for, awkward. Thank at you all. for listening. Um. People. That's a good tight. That's a good tight sign off. I like it. We'll use that. This is NetHeads with Will Wilkins and Trent Hunsaker signing off. I know, right? But stop being a little Nancy and deal with it. NetHeads. NetHeads. We'll be back soon. Goodbye. Maybe that's what we say. We just say, we'll be back. And then the other one says, soon. Oh, hey, there you go. Until next time, my name is Will. And I'm Trent. Now, what was the thing and then you, you just said? And then you say, and we'll be back. And then I say, soon. Okay, hold on. Let's, let's, let's yeah. try this. Cause, cause because I'm just, that, I'm just saying, that's, that's what the dude says. Because then the nice thing is, if we do this just right, even though this is the singer for the show, this means yeah. we can literally end the show whenever we want, because then I could just have this pre-recorded. Totes. Yeah. yeah. And then, yeah, 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 yeah. Which will be even more fun because it means I'll be when doing the video show. I get to see your face as you suddenly realize, oh, the show's over now. Okay, apparently, uh, show's done. I may have had something else to say, but <laughs> oh, Will's shit. played the outro, so I guess we're done. <laughs> All righty, whatever you say, Mister. Oh, I'm gonna have control. Whatever. Yeah. All right. Yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah. It's fine. Fuck it's fine. me. I didn't have anything to plug. It's not like I wanted to remind anyone to go to the to go to the Beehive Grill in order to do trivia. Where is it, by the way? Now is it Beehive or yes, somewhere else? Still, still at the Beehive Grill. You know it. There you go. And uh, and that's Wednesday night trivia. By the way, I got to tell you, if you if you're in if you're in the Cash Valley and you're not aware of this, and for some reason you're listening or watching us, I'd encourage you to go to this. Uh, especially considering uh, Trent not only does a great job, but you can hear the type of trivia he does by just uh, going listening to the Show Us Your Wits podcast. Uh, which is a yes. podcast about it, and and I and I want to tell people to go ahead and uh, and and uh, check that out if you if you haven't already as a podcast. But definitely, if you're in the Cash Valley and you've been like putting it off, get some friends together, go to the Beehive Grill and take in a, a, just a nice night of uh, drinking, nibbling, and answering trivia uh, because we need more social interaction, everybody. Okay, so uh, after that long-winded diatribe and the singer for yeah. no purpose whatsoever, what is it I'm supposed to? And we'll be um, back. It, it, yeah. Right. Okay. So, yeah. So you say I'm Will, and you say we'll be back, and I say soon. Okay. Hold on. Because really, if we do this right, I I literally could create this as it's the same outro every single every time. time. Yeah. And I really could just pop it on you. Oh, we're gonna end the show now. Boink. Okay, here it is. Yeah. Okay. So hold on. Um. You're gonna boink me. Yes, I am. Just okay. stand by. This is gonna be the worst stinger in NetHeads history.
but it's going to be the best closer but, yeah, in, eventually. Yeah. And we're laying the great. We're we're making everyone, you, the listener, yeah. are now part of the creative process. Part of it. Yeah, it's you and we're all in. We're all in yeah. on this, right? Uh, yes, uh, I, I'm in it. Ryan Conley's in it, tweeting that I fi- I caught the fumbled ending. Very good. Well, now you're gonna now you're gonna catch the. You're you're getting even more than your fumbled ending. Now it's a completely <laughs> fumbled stinger. Fumble, fumble. It's like the first half of the Super Bowl. By the way. I'm just so shocked at how much I was drawn into a game that I had no interest in. I didn't, and I didn't even like really watch it. There you go. Well, that says something. Yeah. Anyway, okay. So uh, if this were a full close, then all right, everybody. Thank you very much for tuning in. Thank you for listening. This is another edition of uh, nope. That's not what I do. What do I do? No. Thanks for listening. Uh, thank you very I, much for listening. Yeah, I'm Will. And I'm no, no, I understand. I know that yeah. part. I'm talking yeah. about like I'm talking about going next level on this shit. Where it yeah. just this literally is the tie you're up going, for every yeah. single episode. I can you're, literally you're, at any point hit this button. Show's done. Yeah, you're doing the shaft and the balls. Uh, you know what though? I shouldn't. Yeah, I, and you know what? That's just too much. That's well, just, some, no, no, not, not gonna, for if, everyone. Look, for I'm, some people, that's for some people that they have to have the the satchel treatment. Otherwise, it can't. They can't finish. Look, this is going to be the least proud moment as the father of two young girls that I'm going to say uh, out yeah. loud. But yeah. I just think in the pre-recorded bit section, I was going with the analogy you were, which was the full what? The the oh the 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 full shaft and balls. Okay, now let's see how yeah. much I know Trent Hunsaker, but instead. For pre-recorded things, it really should be the the minimalist amount because we got the video portion as well. So instead of that, what should it be? Uh, Analogy-wise. Oh, um, oh, and then it, the, we're we're going for the kit and caboodle. No, no, I was actually thinking just the tip. That's where I was trying to get you to go. Oh about. shit! Damn it! I, see, and I was thinking, oh, well, we'll just we'll make it we'll make it SFW. Yeah, because you see the other the other nope. Because <laughs> but the other problem <laughs> is that uh, is that we do have the video aspect, so that means we just go to title screen at the moment we're wrapping up the show every time. Yeah, it's true. So instead, I think we do actually need to work out the banter, but we could have this as a backup, right? Yeah. Like if the show connection goes out just as we're wrapping up, at least I could still wrap up the show, right? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so at most it would be. All right, everybody. Thank you very much for tuning in. Thank you for listening. That's another edition of NetHeads. If you want to follow Trent on Twitter, he is a part of him. I am NetHeadWW. The show is NetHeads on air. You can always interact with hashtag NetHeads. Until next time, my name's Will. And I'm Trent. And we'll be back soon. This is like an extended stinger because I, I have to. I have so many windows that and, I, I have yeah, to hop have to around. Other to do that, yeah. If people, if people that have actually been watching or listening home, they're like, seriously, it's never going to end. They're like, what the fuck? Why are they still? Why are they still going? Day and night, she speaks. It's just never going to end, and it's not yeah. because the live switcher window is just not open, and you got to end yeah. that before you do that. Because then, if you don't, then it takes longer for the YouTube to do the thing majig with the wackadoodle, and then it's just all kinds of crazy. Yeah, and and you don't want that, right? Yeah. Oh, that's like a that's like a Dixon Bader or a Madoff. A, a what? Uh, Bader Meinhof. Yeah, the Bader. Watch out for the Bader Meinhof. <laughs> <laughs>